0: First Class Fatherhood, that is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one
1: of the most interesting was on a podcast.
0: Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 690 of First Class Fatherhood. I am happy, as always, to be here with you guys yesterday marked three years since they announced 15 days to slow the spread or 15 days to flatten the curve and I have got a tremendous guest to bring you guys today. Dr. Peter McCullough joins me on the podcast. I actually sat down with Dr. McCullough at CPAC so I did this interview live with him in person. Uh, Three years ago you were told by the government whether or not the job you have to support your family was essential or non-essential. The kids were sent home from school and everybody knows we all live through it all right. If you have kids no matter what stage they were at I had an eighth grader that missed out on eighth grade graduation, transitioned into high school, pretty much missed out on his entire freshman year. The entire response to the pandemic was totally disastrous. We know what it did to kids. We still haven't really seen the full outcome of what the repercussions are for all the lockdowns that we had to endure. And by the way, there's not one shred of evidence that anything done during the lockdowns did anything to prevent anyone anywhere from getting COVID, from transmitting COVID or from dying of COVID. We were all told that if you get vaccinated, uh, you would not get COVID. The president of the United States himself told you. That if you got the vaccine, you would not get COVID. If you don't believe that, go check out the video. It's readily available pretty much anywhere now at this stage of the game. But also Fauci, you guys know the whole bit. They told you that if you got the vaccine, you wouldn't spread it. That was a lie. Everything they told us about it was a lie. And everybody that called it a lie was banned everywhere on social media, particularly Dr. Peter McCullough. Dr. McCullough is a cardiologist. He was the chief of internal medicine at Baylor University Medical Center. He was professor at Texas A&M University. And he had the courage to take on Big Pharma and speak out against all the COVID-19 lockdowns. And of course, he was banned everywhere on social media. So if you are a parent out there that's still on the fence about whether or not you should get your kids vaccinated or if you should get boosted or whatever it is, listen up. This one's for you out there. I'm honored to have him on the podcast today. My interview with Dr. Peter McCullough is coming straight ahead in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And as I mentioned, today's interview with Dr. Peter McCullough was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch. I'm going to put this one up on my Rumble page, so that link will be in the description of today's podcast episode. And I'm putting it up on Rumble because I don't even want to take a shot at losing the channel. I've got a couple of strikes against me already for having Dr. Malone on the podcast to talk about this. I got a strike uh, when I had Dinesh D'Souza on the podcast, I got a strike for that. And also, Mike Lindell, for some reason, they gave me a strike on YouTube for that one. And don't forget, speaking of Mike Lindell, he has got the brand new MyPillow 2.0, and it's got the cooling element in this pillow. If you're a guy who has to switch, or a gal that's got to switch the pillow from one side to the other because you, you would like the cooler side of the pillow, you don't have to do that anymore with the MyPillow 2.0. If you like the MyPillow, you are going to love the MyPillow 2.0. And right now, if you use the promo code five, fatherhood at mypillow.com you can buy one and you will get the second one free so buy one for yourself get one for your wife use the promo code fatherhood at mypillow.com buy one get one free on the mypillow 2.0 all right be sure you lock it into my instagram at alec underscore ace for all the other upcoming guest announcements if you have the opportunity please help me spread the word about this podcast every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list let them know about the show see us celebrating fatherhood and family life you guys know it father's day is every day right here on the podcast and here comes my interview straight up with Dr. Peter McCullough on First Class Fatherhood. Uh, Joining me now, First Class Father, Dr. Peter McCullough. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me. All right, let's start right here. It's an honor to have you. Let's start like this.
1: How many kids do you have? How old are they? I have two children. Uh, My son is age 26. He's uh, graduating from medical school this year, going to go into emergency medicine, and my daughter is 28 and she's an attorney in LA. Wow. Very cool. Uh, are we looking at grandkids on the horizon here or we're, uh, we're still a little ways away? Uh, you know, my son's engaged to be married and I know how it goes in medical careers. I, I would imagine children on the horizon in the next few years. Well, we'll take me back to the beginning of that then for you. Uh, what, how old were you when you
0: first had kids with your first child and how did that experience change your perspective on life?
1: I was married at age 25 and uh we didn't have children until uh age 32 and uh my wife had an intense desire for children i my my desire was probably less intense and then grew into it and uh we our daughter was born and then shortly after that our son and then after that we couldn't have any more kids so we probably would have had a bigger family but we feel blessed wow wow incredible uh, well, listen, obviously you're well documented. We've, we've been through the ringer in the last three
0: years with this pandemic. It's been a nightmare for parents. I have four kids myself. And the most devastating thing was the lockdowns, what it did, especially to my teenage, my oldest son, uh, who was in eighth grade, then had to start freshman year without going to school. And it was really just, it's, it's been a catastrophe in so many more ways. I think the lockdown and the response was far worse than the actual pandemic itself, but. We are still seeing the push for get your kids vaccinated and all this. So what I want to just know we're straight off the hibbity of here. What advice do you have for parents out there
1: that are still on the fence about whether or not they should get their kids vaccinated? Well, I want people to know, just in response to your comments, the lockdowns uh, never needed to happen. There's been multiple, multiple sources of uh, publication uh, recently, one by MacRan colleagues from Johns Hopkins, showing the lockdowns uh, were completely unnecessary. In October of 2020, the Great Barrington Declaration was published and I signed on to it that said not to lock down, said we only needed to protect our seniors, those at high risk for hospitalization and death. Children had negligible risk for anything with COVID. It turns out we never had any school outbreaks. We never had an credible student to teacher spread of the illness. This is very important. Never with serious outcomes. Uh, I live in Dallas. Uh, the Dallas Independent School District was closed down for a year, but the private schools stayed open. And there were no differences, no differences in rates of infection, various uh, COVID vignettes. Probably a huge difference in educational outcomes. And, and the concern is now we have a, a a generation of students who have had a year or two of their lives interrupted with irreparable harm. Uh, we we the the harm of pu- of masking, public masking, uh, which is now determined by a recent Cochrane analysis published by Ferguson and colleagues from the UK. Public masking was completely useless. 83, 86 studies, multiple clinical trials, completely useless, meaning every mask that a child put on only caused harm. It could provide no benefit. Now parents are facing the continued menace of the vaccines. And what we've learned here is the vaccines, all the COVID-19 vaccines are not sufficiently safe for human use. And if they're not safe, we simply can't advise them uh, uh, after, you know, I expressed concerns on safety in March of 2021 in the U.S. Senate. I was the first public figure to do that. World Council for Health, after multiple stern warnings in 2021, in June of 2022, a big international organization said, pull them off the market, take all the vaccines off the market. And then in the U.S. Senate, December 7th, 2022, I concluded our panel by stating the vaccine should be removed off the market. And by assent, the entire panel agreed there's nobody in this country that thinks they're safe at this point in time. All the parents now are feeling incredibly threatened for any child who is looking at a COVID-19 vaccine. I mean, it's just scary and alarming stuff.
0: I know I had my kids, I've got them the fake masks, so they take to wear them in school. You look like a mask, but it was a screen. You could breathe right through That was the best I could come up with for that, because it was like the last thing I wanted to do is put a mask on my own child and send them out the door. But you you faced so much backlash. from Anybody that said anything negative against the machine uh, was getting, you know, I've had Dr. Malone on the podcast here. He got lamb blasted. Every video I put out with him got pulled down off TikTok or YouTube, wherever I put it up, it kept getting taken down. But when you saw what I was, this is all I'm asking. Well, when we saw the Mayor de Blasio, Warren Wilhelm June, the mayor of New York at the time, offering free cheeseburgers and, and, and French fries for breakfast, if you get vaccinated, and this is supposed to be for your health, like I would wonder why the alarm bells didn't go off for everybody in this country are, are, we, are we still seeing so many skeptics? I know you say, everybody, now we know the evidence is out there. Uh, the vaccines are useless. The masks are useless. But are we ever going to get to a point where people actually are going to hear that argument and believe that? Or, or is it the messaging still being
1: drowned out at the capacity it used to be? We still have a large, uh, what we consider a uh, false government narrative. And it's fueled through the COVID-19 Community Core program. That program was launched by the Biden White House and HHS in 2021 billions of dollars have flowed to the media to stay on script for this false narrative the false narrative is uh, stay in fear lockdowns social distancing and continued mass vaccination every six months or more frequently with no questions on safety and efficacy that is what's called the false safe and effective narrative all biopharmaceutical products have risks and benefits all of them need evaluation and reevaluation. When we saw large numbers of inju- injuries, disabilities, and deaths occurring with COVID-19 vaccination, we had to speak out. It was obvious. Within a few months, it was going bad. Uh, we've had vignettes of children dying after the vaccine. We know COVID-19 vaccines. Our FDA says they cause heart damage. They FDA says they cause brain damage. They cause uh, blood clots and they cause immunologic injury. Our FDA says this. This is not. Controversial. We have over a thousand peer reviewed papers in the published uh, literature. The risk benefit r- relationship for children is terrible. Tracy Hope from UC Davis published that a, a young man, uh, a, a young adolescent in high school, is more likely to be hospitalized with myocarditis heart damage than ever be hospitalized with COVID. We now have uh, Teresa Long, uh, Lieutenant Colonel in the uh, military, testify under oath in the U.S. Senate. That there have been more military members die with the vaccine than ever die with COVID.
0: All right, well, saying this, doctor. This this is alarming for a lot of parents that that were forced to or felt that they were doing the right thing for their kids that got them vaccinated. What what are you like? They're in a panic mode now. I got my kid this poison shot, and now are they gonna are they gonna suffer? What what is what do you say to the parents that got their kids vaccinated? What do they do? Is there, uh, what is the what are the chances they're going to see some kind of reaction, or can they do anything to reverse it?
1: We're following this very closely. I can tell you almost all the risk is in the first 30 days. So once we get beyond 30 days, the risk really goes down. Parents need to be vigilant. The risk also appears to be cumulative. So with successive shots, there's more and more damage and risk going. So Boosters, the, you mean by that? Yes. No. So the point is don't take any more. If you've gotten through it, the child has gotten through it, and they're fine, don't do any more. And then the third thing is to be vigilant. You know, children, uh, chest pain, difficulty breathing think myocarditis or blood clots because the vaccines cause this. Uh, if the child's beginning to have some neurologic problems, think brain damage and, again, get evaluations for this. Uh, we're working on strategies for detoxification right now. There's no public funding for this. Uh, there's just you know ideas and preclinical data that we're trying to apply. Uh, it's clear we've got to stop these vaccines. They have to get out of the schools. Parents need to really step up and oppose any form of school mandates. Uh the COVID-19 vaccines are emergency use authorized and temporary, but they've been put on the permanent ASIP schedule for childhood vaccination. Many of us are strongly opposed to this. I think parents should push, push back on this. Many parents, by the way, Kaiser Family Foundation surveys show this, are starting to question all the vaccines.
0: Yeah, well, thank God for that. But is there is there this connection too? Because we've seen the athletes are, are dropping dead left and right, and they're trying to tell us now that it's normal for a 22 year old to have a heart attack and drop dead on the field. But is there is there a connection? Like if the, if the teenager was vaccinated or a child is vaccinated, should they not play sports for them 30 days? Is that a, is there a key to any of that?
1: Well, we know with the diagnosis of myocarditis, if a child is diagnosed with myocarditis, based on blood testing, EKG, and cardiac imaging. They cannot play sports many times for a year. Now, uh, Olympic marathoner Fabian Schrump from Switzerland in 2021 takes three shots. She gets myocarditis. She comes out and says, I have myocarditis. I can't run for a year. She made the right decision. What we're afraid of now, and John Stockton, former point guard, uh, Utah Jazz, John is keeping track of this. He's, he's basically collated 300 athlete deaths right now that are almost certainly due to COVID-19, vaccine-induced myocarditis, we're afraid that the athletes, either they're, they're not feeling it or they're not reporting it, no one's looking for it, and then they have uh, heart damage, and then they have a cardiac arrest on the field, like DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bill, and now they don't want to come out and admit they took the vaccine. We're seeing this over and over again.
0: Wow, incredible. All right, well, let me ask you this now, too, because there's a lot. Another big thing with parents is saving for college. A lot of our parents are still paying their own tuition debt while they're saving for their kids to go to school. It's like a revolving door. But obviously the medical field going that route, highly expensive to do. You've been through the pipeline. You've got kids coming up through it now. What advice do you have for the parents out there that kids want to become doctors, want to get into the medical f- uh, industry? How do you steer the kids? What's the best advice you got? You
1: know, the kids need to go into it for the right reason, Uh, Most people go into medicine because, uh, you know, they love science and technology and they want to help people. So it's the wonderful uh, convergence of those two. Uh, It is a very long process. You know, from the time I started, I graduated high school at age 17, to the time I was fully baked and and developed as a cardiologist, that was 17 years. You know, that's almost an entire military career. People have to realize it is, to be a doctor is actually harder than being a soldier or being in the military. It actually takes more physical and mental discipline, and they have to be ready for it. It's an intensely rewarding career. If they're going in to help people, they're going into it for the right reasons. I can tell you as a doctor, I help people in the office day by day. I never thought I would be helping people on a population level as a public figure. But the last three years, despite all of its ups and downs, have been the most rewarding years of my life. Well,
0: thank God, and God bless you for what you're doing, and your voice is definitely needed. And um, last thing I'll ask you here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what kind of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening?
1: You know, I can tell you, I think the new dads and moms really should be focusing on independent media and independent opinions. I'm recently going to start a show on AFN Network in Dallas called uh, The Second Opinion. Uh, uh, if you're here at CPAC, if you noticed, there's a dominance of independent media. Yeah. The mainstream media is not even here. I, I mean, you can see mainstream media now is, uh, is is phasing out. Most young kids and young parents, they don't even know what CNN is because they don't have TV at home. Yeah. They're getting their media through different sources, so pay attention. Get independent um, uh, opinions also, trust your common sense. You know, a young dad, if you uh, you know if you feel young and strong and you've already had COVID, your common sense would be you don't need a vaccine. It's right. Trust your common sense. Yeah.
0: Very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me, Doctor McCullough. You're a first class father all the way, and thanks for giving me a few minutes of your time here at First Class Fatherhood. For me. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood Advice and Wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs six tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.